Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Adjusted Frequency. I am Shaquana, uh, and I know it's been a little while since I've posted a podcast, but a lot has transpired in my life over the last few months, and I really felt some type of way about sharing my story or even determining if what I was wanting to do with my life was worth it, being that I was going through such a torrential storm. Of course, as the immense warrior that the Lord has made me to be, I powered through and I actually feel a lot better about my outlook on life, what I'm going to be doing and how this experience has transformed me. So today I'm really just going to talk about not giving up and not allowing the burden of what you believe is wrong to stop you from, you know, being who you are. It's it's one of those kind of, you know, suicidal things that you could do to your dreams, to your destiny, to other people that you may affect. That's pretty much what fear will lead you to believe that you need to stop, wait, don't keep going. This is not the right thing to do. I, I felt all those feelings. Um, and I knew in that moment, the last thing I wanted to do was to be depressed and sink into that feeling that it's not worth it or that I'm not worthy I wake up every day with the same feelings and the same passions that inspire me. So even when I'm sad and down and out about it, if I can't run away from those passions, if those things still are so, you know, so strong, the feelings are inside of me to be so strong to continue, then obviously, you know, giving up is not an option. So when I was going through uh, my torrential rainstorms, uh, I realized a couple things about myself that I was pretty embarrassed to to uh, really face, to be honest. Uh, when I get distracted by anything, whether it be uh, a project at work or a project that I want to do in my personal life, my child, a significant other, uh, friends, anybody who's significant to me, that's what I'm considering a significant other at this time because I'm not dating, but I realize that when I get distracted by these things, sometimes I'll I'll get busy on someone else's life or get busy on someone else's thing. That's why I said these other projects come into my life and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm down for it. Uh, I was doing some party planning with um, a very good friend of mine and I had to pull back. Um, I may not have handled it the way I wish I would have handled it now, but at that time I knew that either way I was putting myself in positions that were giving too much power and energy to things that I was not necessarily passionate about, but because I was so passionate about seeing my friend win, I was willing to do pretty much anything that I could do to make sure that that was happening. And during that time, did not spend enough time taking care of me. Um, I've been in and out of the doctor's office, seems like more than I've ever been in my life within this short span of time, just because I was just anxiety ridden. Um, My anxiety and my depression about, you know, some of the personal things and attacks that I've had, you know, since the beginning of this year, they hit me so hard that I was literally making myself sick and going back and forth to the hospital, going back and forth to the doctor, just trying to figure out what the hell is going on with me. Um, Glory be to God. I am fully healthy. There's no problems with me. My blood pressure is normal, even though I thought that was about to be the end of me. Y'all was like, put the salt down, girl, put the salt down. But I learned, I learned a valuable lesson in just basically taking care of yourself and not forgetting 
yourself in the process of everything else. So I decided to pull back and just get back to the foundation of what it is that I want to do. And to be honest, adjusted frequency is one of those things that I just can't walk away from. I, I dream about it. I wake up and feel like sometimes I need it, like it's therapeutic, you know, and um, I don't know, it's a blessing. It came to me um, so many times and to see it be an actual thing was beyond, you know, my wildest dreams, but I want it to be constant and when I get sad, when I get upset and I pull away from, you know, doing the podcast and doing adjusted frequency and interacting with people on a deeper spiritual level, it does, it does affect me. And I did not realize it. I did not realize it. So with all that being said, I just want to continue on living the dream life that I want to live by inspiring other people to be their very best. And in order to do that, I have to understand that I have to be an inspiration for myself. So this is me not giving up. This is me continuing to try. If you follow me on any of my social media uh, websites or you know social media pages, you will see that I have been posting more content on a consistent basis just because I really want this to be effective. I'm not trying to be famous. I'm not trying to have a whole bunch of glory. I just, legit, I care so much about people. It's been my entire life, literally. Since I was a kid, you could come and talk to me about anything. If I could give you good, solid advice or even brighten your day, then that was any and everything that I could ask for. Um, But when I'm not at my tip top or when I'm trying to do a thousand and one different things to help everybody else win and don't take care of me. It literally breaks me down. It literally makes me feel like I've done too much or I'm not doing enough. And then I feel like I failed either myself or, or failed someone else. And sometimes failing someone else is almost as bad as failing myself because I in turn want other people to win that is my inspiration is to see other people be inspired and motivated so I mean it's it's just hard when you don't take care of yourself and I gave up in those moments I did I gave up and then I had to learn the lesson very hard Um, and I'm not quite ready to share that story so I know my 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 story today may seem like it's kind of pieced up I'm not quite ready to share what was going on during my storm. Um, I know it's important. I know it's valid. um, But I'm still dealing with the emotional part of it. So let me so I so I would prefer to get through that instead of trying to ram, you know, and cram it into a podcast when I'm not really ready to talk about it. But just know I fought a battle that I really thought that I would never experience something I thought that would have taken me under something I definitely would have thought my um my fears and anxiety from it would have just won and and I really felt like giving up not giving up on life but just giving up on being the inspiration of the people because I felt so ashamed of what happened to me during this time you know you have those moments we feel like I've grown I've done better and then you fall back into that same little negative trap you know It, it 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 did something to me But instead of letting it be my narrative, I decided to do something about it, be different about it, handle things differently, 
and emerge. Oh gosh, that's a that's a good word. Emerge. Emerge from it. Emerge from the pain and and the sorrow that came with it and to gain strength and to know that there's power in, you know, the storms that we deal with. You know, you you can look at life. Um, you know, even mother nature actually. Let's look at mother nature and you can tell you know, the storms that happen, there's, you know, hurricanes, earthquakes, uh, monsoons, you know, any and everything. Um, it always comes with progressions. There's always some sort of improvement after a storm, um, whether it's the municipality putting in better safety guidelines or training the Coast Guard better, you know, having their emergency um their emergency affiliates ready, you know, at the ready and trained properly to handle these type of situations because that's all you can do throughout life is learn. Nothing is ever really truly something you can expect. Even if you work a job where you pretty much are dealing with systems and you're doing the same thing over and over again, there's always bound to be something that you have to be creative and think outside the box on. And that was me with my life. That was me with my life. Learn from it. What could you do differently? I literally sat down in a mirror and talked to myself. I, I sang love songs to myself. I had to remember why I was so important, why my mistakes did not determine who I am, um, because it's it's just it's life, you know. I can't, I can't imagine, you know, thinking. I was perfect when I first learned how to ride a bike. I ran into a damn tree. I still have a mark on my knee from it. But I bet you if I got on a bike today, you know, my muscle memory would kick back in and I would I would be great on the bike. You know, but if I would if I would have let that tree stop me from ever getting on a bike again, I would have never learned how to ride a bike. I would have never been that kid riding with no hand, you know, no hands on the handlebars, fancy, you know, or having somebody riding on the back seat. You know how we used to do or have somebody riding on the handlebars. It was a process. It was a process. And and I always go back to my childhood when I think about growth and process and everything else, because that's honestly my childhood was really the last time I remember being my tip top self, being ungilded by the world, being un, un uncensored. It was just me. And I was happy during those moments. I was the best type of friend that I could have been. I was the best type of uh, daughter, the best type of niece, the best type of granddaughter, the best type of cousin, friend, who, sister, whatever. I felt that in my childhood because I had no areas of insecurity that could hold me back. I, I, I faced everything that was imperfect about me in a in a way that made me feel comfortable because I was happy. You know, I always go back to my childhood. Uh, I had a lot of struggles and, 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 and things that created who I am today, you know, allowed me to grow, but it was lessons learned. Then I went through, you know, adulthood and, and dealing with the disappointments of myself because I had expectations of where I would be, how I would be, who I would be, how rich I'd be. And I had to stop myself. It's not about expectation. It's about enjoying life, learning life and continuing to evolve. There's no there's no living if you're not evolving. You know, evolution is a process you know, computers evolved with us. We know things about computers that our grandparents don't know anything about, but yet our children know more about the computers that we grew up with, you know, or they know more about systems and shoot, kids are learning how to code. <laughs> okay. We didn't learn coding. We were learning Oregon Trail. Okay. How to turn that IBM computer on and off Netscape and logging in, you know, to AOL online. Like that was what we learned. So everything's always evolving. And I don't ever want to be outside of that loop. Um, I feel like there's some great people who don't give up and they keep evolving. Um, you know, 
in, in the world today. Like I feel Oprah, she keeps evolving. She's always in the know on something new, something great. And she's always willing to share that with the world. Um, I adore Oprah. I adore her. I adore her mostly because of her relationship with Maya Angelou, because I love Maya Angelou. She was another individual who constantly evolved and she evolved gracefully. Um, even if you were to think of people, you know, newer, you, you know, you got to think of um, of your more modern heroes, you know, Beyonce, she evolved. Uh, let's throw some guys in here just to just to give a little perspective. Uh, Donald Glover, uh, he's one of the guys I think about for evolution. Um, I've watched his career from very, very early stages and my man's evolved. Um, and he didn't let the things that stopped him, like not getting on SNL or anything, stop him from doing what it is that he was destined to do. Um, same could, you know, could say the same thing for you know, for some of our politicians, Barack Obama, I know he did not think he would be the president of the United States. That probably he didn't wake up one day thinking that little boy from Chicago. I don't care what your education is. You don't imagine those type of things happening to you. And so when you have these examples and I mean, those are large examples, but I mean, there's people that I went to school with that inspire me right here in the city of Charlotte uh, or in New York where I grew up like. It's amazing. It's amazing. I see amazing people all the time. I meet amazing people every day. So to know that within myself, I was willing to think that I should give up is absolutely, it's not, it's not an option. It is not an option. Um, I'm the type of person that if things don't pan out the way I want them to, I will procrastinate and ignore and try to keep myself away from it. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Hold on, let me get comfortable because this seating position, okay, with these 29-year-old hips, it's just not working. <laughs> you hear that pop? Okay. But no, seriously, um, it, it, I, like I said, I'm the type of person that if I get too overwhelmed by something or if I don't know something, I try to avoid it, and that's not living. Uh, I was mentioning, you know, I mentioned Oprah earlier. I listened to her Super Soul podcast. I try to listen to it daily, but if not, I at least make sure I get a weekly dose, okay? Um, amongst all the other amongst the other podcasts that I listen to, this one is probably one of my favorite because, of course, it's inspirational, and you get to hear different perspectives from different walks of life. Um, one of my favorite podcast podcast episodes with her was when she was talking to Wes Moore. Um, I don't know a lot about Wes Moore. I actually have just been introduced to him, but he wrote a book about the other Wes Moore, which was a young man who grew up not too far from him, um, and they. They stayed in similar neighborhoods, but had different life, lives uh, that they lived because Wes had went to, uh, I'm going to say Westmore one. <laughs> he went to, you know, private schools, had an education, military school, you know, all those type of things. Whereas this Westmore number two, you know, was incarcerated for murder. And since it's a life, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I probably should check my research on that. But the thing that stuck out to me during this super soul conversation was when he express how his sister defined what hell is. You know, um, if you're Christian, of course, you hear about, you know, heaven or hell and where your soul goes, you know, when you've been righteous and where your soul goes when you've been a sinner. And uh, I've always understood the concept, you know, growing up in a Christian church and a Christian family. But I also felt that, you know, it was it was a little strange for me. I, I couldn't imagine, you know, myself in no fiery pits of hell. But I understood that there was there was some sort of, I guess you could say, karmatic energy that would come to you 
if you're, you know, doing wrong by others. So her definition of hell hit me so hard, you guys, because she said she defines hell as God showing you all the things that you could have accomplished if you'd only tried. If you had only tried. Like, if that wasn't a message to hear, um, I've been fortunate in my life to always meet people who can improve my life, um, whether it's through a lesson or, you know, me just, it's something I need and then they, here they come, you know, out, out of the blue. Um, and this, this, this actually was something I just experienced recently. And uh, I didn't do anything with it. I wasn't pushing myself, I guess I should say, as, as far as I could go with all these other people wanting me to do it and, and believing in me that I could do it. I just was like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. But I didn't. And um, heard that word and I looked and I, I looked at myself and I said, girl, no, we are not going to that hell. I refuse to have that be my hell because there is one thing that I know for sure. Since I was a young child, I knew that God wanted me to do something special. During that time, I thought it was just basically entertaining. I thought I was going to be singing, dancing. Well, I can't sing, but I definitely thought it was going to be dancing or acting. And I, I didn't think about um, being an inspiration to someone until I was about in high school, where I was thinking, oh, I could do some Teen Summit type of, you know, things. And it was a, it was a dream at the time. Well, if I were to give up on those things, if I was to not re recant or no, I'm sorry, if I was to recant my life, and then see my, what my life could have been played out in front of me, it would be the worst definition of hell for me. It, it would be. It would be hell to live that life. You know how you hear people always talk about how they used to be this way or that way in high school? I don't want to be the person stuck on the past. I want to talk about my past as lovingly as I talk about my future. You know, um, the lessons I've learned, the people I've met, the love that I've had, the love that I've gained and lost, like, Everything, the people I've met, the people who have changed my life for the better, the people who have made me do better, you know, I want to be able to experience it like a fresh, fresh breath of air, like that, like that deep inhalation, you know, when you know it's like, oh, thank you, Lord, for another day, you know, um, that feeling. I want that all the time because even when I'm having bad days, I still can figure out a way to say, you know what? It, it sucked today because this and this, but I also had bomb A, B, C, and D, you know, happen today. And I also think that if I were to, uh, if I was to ignore the beauty in my life, that's just as much as, it, as, as setting myself up to have that hell. Because I want God to pat me on my back and say, job well done. I knew you could do it. I don't want him to sit here and be like, now you know you could have, and you know you should have. Mm-mm shoulda, woulda, and coulda. I do not want that to be the story of my life. So I'm going to keep it pretty short today. Uh, this is a raw podcast episode, and I'm probably going to do things more raw and more unedited because I don't want to stop. I don't want to get overwhelmed and, you know, tell myself, oh, I need to have this type of podcast or I need to have this type of da-da-da-da-da. I'm just being me. And uh, it really isn't about anything else. Like I said, this is therapy for me. It makes me feel great. And if it makes you feel great, that's awesome. Uh, I'm just doing what God told me to do. So, again, this was just a moment just to say that I'm back. 
Uh, I'll be doing some more podcast episodes about, you know, other things in my life. And eventually I will open up and share my story, of course, because I, I've, I know I, every time I pray about it, even right now, I feel like I'm saying to myself, you know, people need it. You know, people need it. I need it. You know, I needed it in the moments when I was experiencing it. The women who were around me, we all were experiencing it. And it was it was a sisterhood that was rare and something that I don't think a lot of people have perspective on. So I know eventually I'm going to have to open up about that. But I want to just thank you all for being on this journey with me, continuing to believe in me even when I'm not believing in myself, for encouraging me. I, I thank you for everyone who has DM'd me on Instagram, um, on Facebook, who's asking me questions like what's going on with the podcast. Like I thank you. Thank you a million times. Bless you for being inspiration to me when you didn't even know. And I also want to thank um, um, my friend Jace from here on assignment. If you're not following him on Instagram, he has a wonderful, wonderful page. His his page is basically just about inspiring others, kicking you into gear, you know, making every day be your day, every year be your year. It is not something where you have to be waiting for your start. You can start today and you never know where you end up finishing. So continue to be yourself. Uh, Be happy, be love, be light to other people and stay blessed. And again, if you have not already subscribed to my YouTube channel, please search me on there at Shaquana Lene. You can also follow me on Instagram, Snapchat and on my Facebook page. I will be working on um, getting some other ideas and some other guests on this podcast because like I said I love hearing other people's stories and perspectives so if you are interested in being on this podcast please please feel free to dm me on uh, my facebook page or on ig because I would definitely respond to you as soon as possible and we will link up Um, I figured out a way to do some distant recordings as well so it's gonna be great it's gonna be great Um, I was waiting on 20 18 to be my year. I really just feel like 2018 was just my my blossom. This is my blossom and the rest of my life is going to be the rest of my years. So again, thank you for all the support. I love you. Peace and blessings.